When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love is in the air. Oh my gosh. I came here to find love, and it's here. But if you're single, that's all right, too. Only other married people with kids can empathize with the deep envy I feel towards you, single people, okay? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. In case you missed it, the most watched television event of the year was an exciting one on Sunday as the Los Angeles Rams edged out the Cincinnati Bengals to win Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles 23 to 20. As entertainment goes, the halftime show celebrated hip hop and Los Angeles culture thanks to Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem with a surprise performance by 50 Cent. You can check out our review of that show and all of the trailers and star-studded commercials that aired during this year's big game at EW.com. In other news, Pamela Anderson has no interest in watching Pam and Tommy. The Hulu limited series tells the true story behind the release of her and then-husband Tommy Lee's stolen sex tape, and a source close to Anderson exclusively tells EW that she won't be tuning in now or ever. The source tells EW, quote, I do know she'll never, never watch this, not even years from now, not even the trailer. The source confirms that Anderson was indeed contacted multiple times, first years ago, long before filming, and again while they were in post-production. But she still wasn't interested, unlike Lee, who EW previously confirmed spoke to Sebastian Stan, who portrays him, about the project. NBC has announced the official farewell date for This Is Us. The series finale of the time-tripping family drama will air May 24th at 9 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. The show has unveiled five episodes of its final 18 and is currently off the air during NBC's broadcast of the Winter Olympics. This Is Us returns with a new episode on February 22nd. And star Milo Ventimiglia is one of the honorees at this year's Savannah College of Art and Design TV Fest, taking place this weekend, February 17th through 19th. Ventimiglia, who stars on the NBC series as Pearson Family Patriarch Jack and has also directed a couple episodes, will receive the Virtuoso Award. Check out the full lineup at EW.com. AMC's acclaimed Breaking Bad spinoff prequel Better Call Saul, starring Bob Odenkirk as slippery lawyer Jimmy McGill slash Saul Goodman, will return for its sixth and final season on Monday, April 18th at 9 o'clock, almost two years to the day since the show unveiled its season five finale. Season six will consist of 13 episodes, which is three more than the usual order. That'll bring the episode count to 62, which is one more than Breaking Bad. But you won't be getting them all in a row. AMC confirmed that it will air season six in two parts, with the first part containing seven episodes kicked off with a two-episode premiere. 
The remaining six episodes will begin to air on July 11th. Jeopardy! will host its first ever second chance tournament later this year. Executive producer Mike Davies has announced, inviting recent contestants back for another shot at Jeopardy! glory. Further details, including who will get to compete in the tournament, were not immediately available, though Davies specifically name-checked Jessica Stevens, who competed against super champ Matt Amodio in his final game. The second chance tournament will take place right before the show's annual tournament of champions and will feed at least one player into that event. This year's tournament of champions is expected to air in the fall, though no date has been announced. RuPaul has snatched up a new game show hosting gig as the head of CBS's new primetime game show, Lingo. The Emmy-winning drag superstar is set to present and executive produce the one-hour competition series later in 2022. The show will feature teams of two as they face off in puzzle rounds where they'll guess letters that reveal hidden words, all while RuPaul provides witty commentary per an official synopsis. At the end of each installment, the winning team will engage in a final showdown and one will emerge with a cash prize. Ivan Reitman, the director and producer behind beloved comedies including Ghostbusters and Animal House, has died. He was 75. Reitman's family, including his son, director Jason, tells the Associated Press that he died peacefully in his sleep Saturday night at his home in Montecito, California. His resume is expansive and enormously influential to comedic storytellers and actors. Meatballs, Stripes, Twins, Kindergarten Cop, Dave Jr., and Seven Days, Seven Nights. And Isabel Torres, the Spanish actress best known stateside for her role in the HBO Max series Veneno, died Friday after battling lung cancer. She was 52. A native of Las Palmas de Gran Canaria, Spain, Torres also appeared in the Spanish movies Photos in 1996 and Camino a la Locura in 2008. She became known to an international audience with her role in Veneno as one of three actresses playing Spanish transgender icon La Veneno. Torres, who was transgender herself, first announced her cancer diagnosis in March 2020 after noticing symptoms while in production on Veneno. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head on over to EW.com. All right, it is time for today's top three picks, starting with, of course, number three, 4400. The CW's sci-fi reboot wraps up its first season tonight, and it is packing a lot of drama into that last hour. In the finale, tensions rise as the hotel where the 4400 stay is attacked, putting everyone's life in danger. While Shanice and Logan try to keep Hayden safe, Claudette and Jarrell try to reason with Jarrell's brother Manny, who's bent on killing many more people for what he sees as the greater good. Here is a clip from the episode. Look, those are my friends down there, Manny. Innocent people, do you understand? I know, Ja, and I'm sorry about that. You're going to have to accept that many of your friends will not make it through the day. So you're murdering them? Why? Because I want to tear down all the institutions that maintain the status quo. The many 4400 who survived today will be hailed as heroes, but they'll also be vengeful for the death of their comrades. They'll use their powers for change. They'll activate a country that needs something to believe in. It shouldn't take people dying to do that. Thousands of people have died. Millions more are suffering. This, this is just the start. 
I understand what you want to do. But I don't believe in it. I just can't. Morel, let me out of here! I can't do that, bro. I gotta try and help the people I care about survive the day. Elsewhere in this finale, Mildred is still trying to save her sister while LaDonna takes to the streets in an effort to end the threat against the 4400. But how will it all end? Mm, probably with some kind of cliffhanger, but you can see for yourself on the 4400 finale tonight at 9 on The CW. A new episode of Julian Fellow's HBO series, The Gilded Age, premieres tonight at 9 o'clock. On it, Bertha suffers a great tragedy, and her husband, George, steps in to help her. Well, we needed some help from George as well, or more specifically, the actor who plays him, Morgan Spector. We needed some TV recommendations, so we asked him, what you watching? The last season of this Italian show, Gamora, just came back on. And there's a uh, character who uh, was, we thought was killed off in third season, and he's back this season, and he's like my favorite character on television. So I'm excited to be watching that. What else are we watching right now? Oh, I just watched, I watched all of Only Murders in the Building, and that was just like, I don't know, it was the hot cocoa on a snowy bed. Look, if he eats donuts like I do, I think he means fast, but with great respect and adoration. I've also never heard only murders in the building described like hot cocoa on a snowy day, but I certainly would not disagree with that. You can find the first season of that show starring Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez on Hulu, and all five seasons of the Italian crime drama Gamora are available to stream on HBO Max. Now let's crank up the romance with our number two pick, The Bachelor. Well, all romance being relative, this week's episode picks back up with the dreaded two-on-one date as Clayton must decide whether Genevieve or Shanae goes home. And we're not saying there's a right choice to make here, but we're not not saying it. Anyway, once that's over with, everyone heads overseas to the romantic destination of Havar, Croatia, where one woman reveals a shocking secret and the rest battle it out in night-themed challenges for a chance at a rose. And yes, that's night, K-N-I-G-H-T. Here's a clip from the episode. I have such a fun, exciting, adventurous day planned for these women. We see two knights fighting with swords and armor. And I'm like, damn, like this is crazy. Hello, my name is Katarina. I'm a Croatian knight. Today, I set up a set of quests that will show that you have what it takes to be here on this journey with Clayton. Today, I'm gonna go big because I'm sure as hell not going home. First, we'll test your physical strength. They all need to step it up. I need some competition if I'm gonna win. Let's go! Oh my God, we're quick! <laughs> oh my God. Okay, do yourself a favor. Head to The Bachelor Twitter account to see the video from that clip because it is absolutely wild. And. By the way, that's not all this week. Oh no, later, after losing the one-on-one -on -one date to someone who already had one, one woman has Clayton doubting if all the women are ready for marriage. 
Happy Valentine's Day. You can catch the latest episode of The Bachelor tonight at 8 on ABC. It's trivia time in honor of Valentine's Day. Today's question is about an iconic rom-com. Which movie referenced the man who was immortalized on Seinfeld as the Soup Nazi years before that episode aired? Was it When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle, or Four Weddings and a Funeral? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick, What to Watch, we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, YouTube launched online 17 years ago today on February 14, 2005. The video sharing website was founded by three former PayPal employees who uploaded the site's first video that April, showing co-founder Javed Karim at the San Diego Zoo. YouTube's popularity quickly exploded over the next year, with viral uploads of The Lonely Island's Lazy Sunday short from Saturday Night Live helping to put the site on the map. By July 2006, YouTube reported that more than 65,000 videos were being uploaded every day and that the site received 100 million video views per day. That October, Google bought YouTube in a billion dollar deal as the site's popularity continued to grow. It's hard to overstate YouTube's cultural and social impact over the past decade plus. It consistently ranks as the world's second most visited website behind only Google and has profoundly influenced internet culture, popular culture, and much more. All right, we would be seriously wrong to not give today's number one pick to Auli Wong. The always honest female comic is back for her third Netflix stand-up special called Don Wong, this one marking the first time she hasn't been pregnant while performing. She's bringing back her signature red-rimmed glasses and leopard print dress, as well as her witty take on love and life as a mom. Plus, according to Netflix, Wong, quote, reveals her wildest fantasies, the challenges of monogamy, and how she really feels about single people. Uh-oh. Here's a preview. Only other married people with kids can empathize with the deep envy I feel towards you single people, okay? You, you don't know how free you are. You can eat an edible at 2 p.m. <laughs> Go to the aquarium and watch the jellyfish go back and forth. <laughs> you don't gotta bring a giant bag with little Ziploc baggies of goldfish and toy cell phones. You can just go with what's in your pockets. <laughs> you single people, you don't know what it's like to eat a cold quesadilla. <laughs> 
that your toddler threw on the floor because it's easier to put it in your mouth than travel to the trash while you repeat to yourself over and over that child abuse is illegal. Got nothing to do on Valentine's Day? Well, if you're single, maybe head to the aquarium, and if not, put the kids to bed, grab a glass or a whole bottle of rosé, and check out Ali Wong, Don Wong, streaming on Netflix right now. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which iconic rom-com featured a reference to the so-called soup Nazi years before that Seinfeld episode aired? When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle, or Four Weddings and a Funeral? If you guessed one of the two Meg Ryan movies, you're on the right track. The answer is Sleepless in Seattle. In the 1993 rom-com, Ryan's journalist character pitches a story about a man who, quote, sells the greatest soup you have ever eaten and is the meanest man in America. That line was likely inspired by a 1989 New Yorker profile of Al Yagane, the New York soup vendor who inspired Seinfeld's Soup Nazi. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. This episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal.